What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to a special Champsgiving edition of the Smart Out Moment Smack Talk podcast. We're going to be breaking down this year's tournament, recapping what happened, going through the bracket, talking about what we voted for, what we think other people should have voted for, how this all played out, and all the other kind of stuff we normally do with our tournament recaps. I'm your host, as always, Tony Mango. Joining me, as always, we've got Callum Wiggins. Got some bad news, Tony. We got Robert DeFelice. Next year, I'm begging the votes. <laughs> and we got Steven Wago. Yo. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> no third thing to go with uh, the winner of this one. We'll get in that in a little bit. But um, yeah, this is what we're going to be doing here. We're going to be breaking down what this year's tournament was all about, which if you did not take part in it, then I'm sure you haven't been tracking what's been going on. But the tournament this year was slightly different. Now, we've had a few Champs Giving tournaments, and we had a few that... They weren't called Champs Giving at the time, but retroactively, they're basically the same tournament, so they're just kind of like old school Champs Giving. But we've done several of these who is the best whatever champion type tournaments. We've had like who is the best WWE champion, who is the best Intercontinental champion, I think was one of them, who is the best uh, women's champion. And a running theme that we've found with these tournaments has been people just refuse to acknowledge whether or not it's their title reign. And I even put up on, I think it was last year's poll, a question asking people on every round, you do realize this is supposed to be just their championship run and not their whole status as a superstar. Right. And people are like, I don't fucking care. (laughs) (laughs) Which defeated the purpose of the whole tournament. It's kind of like if you said, you know, who is the best uh, baseball player of all time? And people were like, Michael Jordan. He was great at basketball. And then you're like, yeah, but it's baseball. And they go, I love Michael Jordan playing basketball. Space Jam's a great movie. And you're like, yeah, but but baseball. And they go, he's got some great shoes. And you're like, God damn it. You know what I mean? It's kind of one of those deals. So we wanted to change it up a little bit this year and not make it just who is the best Last year we did the best hardcore champion. If we would have done that, it would have been the same kind of results. People would have just been like, all right, who's the best European champion of all time? It's Chris Jericho. I love Chris Jericho. He was great when he was world champion. And, it def- you know, why bother? So we had a few ideas. And the one we settled on was, who is the best superstar to never have won a world championship in WWE? So that meant if they won a world title outside of WWE, they still could be a part of this tournament. It also meant that if they won any other championship in WWE, other than the three world titles that are recognized right now, which is the traditional WWE championship, the universal championship, or the one that used to be the secondary one, the world heavyweight championship, the big gold belt. If they won any of those three, couldn't be a part of it. If they didn't, no matter what they did in any other company, they could be a part of it. So, for example, somebody like... Ron Simmons is in this tournament. He won the WCW championship, the NWA world championship, whatever it was at the time. It was NWA, right? Or actually it was WCW. No, he no, he was WCW champion. WCW. So he won that one. And Vader won that one. And Sting won that one. And so on and so forth. But they never won the WWE World Championship. So maybe there could have been an argument that it should have been just 
nobody won any world championship. But then when we start getting into the NWA, people have won that, that it doesn't really play the same as some of the other things. So we kept it to just the WWE one. We ended up doing the qualifying round as this multi-step sort of process where it was a poll on the Mega Maniacs Facebook group. And then we did a dark cast where we were sorting out who should kind of round out the possible 32 that you should pick from. And then we did the qualifying round as well. So as we're going through this, we're going to give our thoughts. We want you to do the same in the comments section below. Obviously, if you're on a section of this whole listening to us on different platforms thing that doesn't have a comments, do the best thing possible, which is go over to YouTube. And while you're there, drop the comment, hit the like button, hit the applause button, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell button. Just don't hit that. Uh, thumbs down button hit the join button as well that's the equivalent of the patreon and if you want more tournaments like this and more of anything in particular the patreon is the best way to make sure that we get that stuff going so check out patreon.com slash moment plugs slightly out of the way we'll get back to them a little bit later on i know everybody's waiting for those but qualifying round here we narrowed it down to 16 now the, one of the reasons why i didn't want to do a 32 man tournament was I wanted to kind of make sure that we got it done around Thanksgiving and I was just sort of running out of time and that was the way that it was. But I think that the 16 worked relatively okay. I don't think there was any kind of issues with that. The only problem was not 32 people could have been in the tournament technically. And there were a lot of people that I think deserved to be in the top 16, but couldn't vote for them. So I personally, I voted for some people that didn't make it in here. Is there anybody that you guys had voted for that didn't make it into the 16? Uh, I don't think so. Because I think that you and I went over it together. And I think ours kind of matched up. You're pushing my memory quite a bit there. So, um... <laughs> yeah, I mean... So um, I might have, I might have not. I might have to just double check that side of things, but... It, it wouldn't surprise me if some of them would have been missed out because I wasn't a huge fan of all, all the people that have gotten in. But There's probably was... somebody we're missing where we we're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's obvious, but like, there's nobody that comes to mind straight away. Mm. Now, afterward, there was someone, I forget who it was. Um, oh, it was Dusty Rhodes. Somebody mentioned they were like, oh, why isn't he in the qualifying round? And I'm like, oh, you know what? He probably should have been a part of the qualifying round. I wouldn't have voted for him anyway. But the the setup of the whole thing, I thought we had a good enough list. And the ones that I voted for, I voted for Bam Bam Bigelow, Davy Boy Smith, Goldust, Jake the Snake Roberts, Jeff Jarrett, Lex Luger, Ted DiBiase, Mr. Perfect. Owen Hart, Ravishing Rick Rude, Razor Ramon, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Ryback, Vader, Wade Barrett, and William Regal. So the ones that I voted for that didn't make it in, unfortunately, I'm pretty sure there were, it was um, Jeff Jarrett might not have made it in. Let me just double check uh, while I'm going through this list. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett didn't make it in. And I don't think that Luger made it in. Yeah, Luger didn't make it in either. Uh, Ryback, I don't think, had made it in. 
No, he didn't make it in. So what people have voted for instead, they put Sting in there. They put Mr. Kennedy in there. They put Matt Hardy in there. They didn't get my votes. And pretty sure that might have been it. Uh, maybe Ron Simmons or so. But, um, you know, some people were voting for China. Some people vote voted for Carlito. We ended up with a setup where it was pretty much like a heavy favorite towards some of the younger guys like Cody Rhodes had the third most amount of votes in the qualifying round. It was Wade Barrett, Owen Hart and Cody Rhodes. And I feel like that's something that speaks to AEW fans right now that they're like, of course he should have won the world championship at WWE. He's the top guy in AEW. And it's like, yeah, but out of all the people in WWE history, the, the third highest Cody should, I don't think that that's necessarily right. It's all opinions, so it's right or wrong necessarily. But to me, that, that doesn't stand out that makes any sense to me. This uh, tournament taught me that a lot of the people who read our stuff are very modern-focused. There's, there's an obvious recency bias, and there's obviously, if there's people that are in the news or more widely talked about today, then they're more likely to be voted for. So... It doesn't surprise me that people like Rick Rude don't get a huge amount of votes and stuff like that, even though historically they probably are more significant than Cody Rhodes was for his entire WWE run, which essentially he was a mid-card champion at best. Yeah, Rick Rude was another one that didn't make it into the tournament that I voted for, that's right. Yeah, the modern bias is super, like majorly there. Like Wade Barrett wouldn't have made it out of the first round if it was up to me. Um, it, it's shocking. There was also a thing that happened with um, John Morrison, Bobby Lashley, MVP, R-Truth, and Shelton Benjamin, where after they were in the qualifying round, I was just like, you know what? It doesn't make any sense to have them in here. They are still a part of the roster. They can win it tomorrow. So I took them out, but they were winning for a while. Like John Morrison got 42 votes before I took them off the list. So he got more votes than Vader. He got more votes than uh, Rick Rude, more than... um, more than Luger, more than DiBiase. So that was like, what the hell? That's uh, definitely a recency bias, and that's something to take into account for, I guess, pretty much any tournament at this point. Because we've seen a little bit of that with the Sexy Superstars tournament, too. It wasn't necessarily the case with some of the other, like, Champs Giving ones, where people would just go, like, oh, Stone Cold's my favorite, I'm going to vote for him. But then again... Pretty sure that we had some kind of a scenario one time where it was like CM Punk had beaten out like Hulk Hogan on something that was weird or whatever as like the greatest WWE champion of all time because he was like champion and everybody was voted for him. We're talking years ago at this point, so it's hard to keep track of that. But I feel a little bit bad about some of the older people like the Jeff Jarrett's who I think really should have made it further. But at the end of the day, one person can win. And I think Jeff Jarrett's one of the ones they got right. Dude was um, terrible in WWE. I still maintain an argument that if there was a brand split in two championships, he would have been a world champion. The shit one. <laughs> he would have been a world champion on SmackDown, for sure. That would have been the case. Not Raw. I mean, I mean I guess it's fortunate then that he kind of left the company before they even did the brand split. Even created SmackDown in the first place anyway, so... Here's where I'm going to scuff my shoes and go, I liked Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> I mean, you went but, over to basically the um, 
the uh, the lower brand in WCW and won their world title. So I guess that kind of uh, yeah, matches see. out. <laughs> well, we're not going to break down every single thing and go, oh, it's 68.1% votes and 72 votes. And we're not going to do all that kind of stuff. You can check out the responses on the actual pages themselves. Nobody wants to just hear a bunch of numbers, but I'm going to break down what happened here and there. And I guess we're going to go like round by round and just sort of go like, ah, oh, what happened with this one? And oh, that was the right call and on all that. Round one, we had Wade Barrett beat the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. I voted for Ted DiBiase. Sonny. Right off the bat, like that's just fucking wrong, man. <laughs> right? Like Ted DiBiase was so deserving of a world championship that he was world champion for a bit before they decided to change it. There's um there's footage of him with the world title. Right. Yeah, he got yeah, he's as certain house shows he main events as the WWE champion while they're still trying to figure out what's they're going to do with the belt at that point so. it's weird like they count andre as a former world champion even though like he won through shenanigans and they immediately strip him and he hands it to dibiase but they don't count dibiase as world champion but he should have been and there's pictures of him with the winged eagle and they're great pictures he should have been world champion now yeah. and just- i i like the argument that Technically speaking, you can't just give the championship away so it doesn't count. I'm okay with that. But he still should have won it. That's the thing. Is like DiBiase was like the heel at that time frame. Now there are other people too, Mr. Perfect, Rowdy Rowdy Piper, and, and, and that kind of spectrum, but it's like, man, DiBiase really should have won that championship at some point, you know? Well, it's at that period of time where they were giving huge title reigns to people at the top because Hogan at that point when he lost to Andre had held the title for I think it was three, four three, years. Yeah. So four years. Yeah. So and prior to that they had obviously they had a transition for the Iron Sheik, but before that Bob Backlund had held the title for multiple years, Bruno San Martino for multiple years. Essentially they only ever gave it to Hills to like have a, a week or a three week long reign and then would put it over to the next baby face that would hold the title for the next ten years or so. Yeah, it's just a shame that they couldn't at least give DiBiase, like, a month. Yeah, I guess they did, obviously they, they decided to do that tournament instead, and DiBiase makes it to the final, but Savage is the one they get the title to. So at that point in time, they were really focused on giving exclusively long title ranks to baby faces. Yeah. Then we had one of these matches where this was like, you, you can't win, because it's just how the qualifying round turned out and the way that the bracket got seated, it was Mr. Perfect against Razor Ramon. And I'm like, damn it, this could have been a final. The correct decision was made. I ultimately <sighs> voted perfect over Razor too. So I wanted Razor to win the whole tournament, but this is a hellish first round. And I still think like when you, Tony, see things like this, you need to start shuffling pieces around <laughs> just ring, ring things <laughs> it, would, it, would, it wouldn't have mattered anyway i i think like at the end of the day if perfect beats razor it's a decision i can live with but i'd feel better about it in the finals instead of the first yeah. round <laughs> yeah that's it's hard to go well razor ramon taken out of the first round but who are you gonna vote for between um uh i don't know cody rhodes and Mr. Kennedy or something, you know, I, I, mean, I think that they both got knocked down the first round too, but it is weird when that plays out like that. 
I didn't like seeing that when I came up and I typed it out. I'm just like, no, 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 no. I like these two. Fuck. I think I went with Razor out of these two just because I think even though Mr. Perfect was the better wrestler out of the two of them, I just went with the mindset of, well, contextually, Razor Ramon was in the company when Diesel was champion. And I just thought, well, Razor Ramon would have been much better champion than Diesel was. So that was kind of my mindset going into it. I would agree with that. They're both in that discussion of if there would have been a second world championship, both of them guaranteed would have had at least one, if not two or three world titles, I think. You book it based off of the way that they book things now. These two, gold. Solid gold. And I think ultimately I went with Perfect because I thought, you know what? His name's Mr. Perfect. If he's not the world champion at some point, it does kind of feel a little bit strange. If you're perfect, you should be at least a former world champion. Razor Ramon, he made that Intercontinental title, and yeah, he should have won it at some point, but at least he had multiple IC title reigns. And Like uh, Rob had said, you know, I, I can deal with it, but it sucks it's the first round. Did not like the idea that Sting and Goldust was in there because I didn't vote for Sting to begin with. I thought that he didn't have enough time in WWE to really make it seem like he should have won it. But it was one of those names that was discussed of people talking about the idea of, well, he still technically could have won the championship and and whatever. I voted for Goldust. He got his ass whooped with a 51 to 21 vote. Of so. That would have been a, a like a ravishing Rick Rude over Gold Dust type of thing for me, for instance, or Alex Luger over Gold Dust type of thing, or whatever the other people were that I had voted in the Ryback over Gold Dust. I would have gone with a lot of other people over Gold Dust. You see, Gold Dust would be someone I gave like an ECW title reign when that was the third brand, not really a WWE world champion for me. Uh, Sting's the better choice, but. That's an oddball pick, too, just because he only really entered WWE at the end of his career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Goldust... Yeah, go ahead, Cal. I was going to say, at least Sting has over on Goldust that he got a WWE Championship match on pay-per-view. So really, Sting is the only one that could realistically become WWE Champion out of the two of them because Goldust never really got his shot. And I think the Goldust in WWE prior to his final run when he was like a tag team with Cody and doing good stuff then, just didn't have the wrestling ability to be a world champion. He just, he, he, that Goldust character was very character driven and very hit or miss. So I wouldn't have had that Goldust as champion. I'd, I'd actually prefer the current Dustin Rhodes to be a world champion over Goldust back then. Yeah. I, I think the fact that Goldust doesn't fight Shawn Michaels on a pay per view for a title is wrong and i think he could have even been a champion in that early like 95 96 range but it's a very short window again if it was um let's move split this roster in half and do kind of like what we did with the mock draft or whatever imagine a scenario where razor ramon is the top guy on well you probably would do what we had done which was we split owen i don't know and um brett and sean for the two and then we had like razor and diesel split and we had you know that kind of thing you got to imagine maybe in that scenario if razor ramon is champion 
and he's feuding with gold dust they're probably feuding for the world championship over the intercontinental and there's probably somebody like the one two three kid is the intercontinental champion so ifs and buts and candy is nuts, nuts and we don't have a better christmas or whatever it is <laughs> uh you know hypothetical situation gold dust could have won a world championship but that's not how the cards uh stacked played out whatever the phrase is ifs and buts I don't know. Uh, William Regal and Vader was one that was a little tough for me. I voted William Regal over Vader, I think. But that one was like a coin flip because both make sense to me. Vader really should have had a better run in WWE. William Regal came really close to being that championship. And then he just he kept getting snake bit. He was, that was an easy one for me. When you go back to William Regal after he wins the King of the Ring and becomes mm-hmm. the general manager of Raw, that's one of the best characters WWE's had. It's one of the best villains WWE's had. He got genuine heat. He was so over. Um, and then you go back to even just his earlier stuff. I felt like the characters of work's always been strong. Um, per, he's never struggled to flip between babyface or heel, but as a heel world champion, he would have worked awesome. But then you get into like the idea that Vader was literally supposed to be champion. He was supposed to win the title from Sean. The following show after Survivor Series is even marketed as it's time because it was all supposed to be built around Vader being champion. So I, I would have to go with Vader, although I agree the 2008 William Regal run would have been amazing if he was GM, King of the Ring, and WWE champion. I fundamentally went with William Regal just because, as Waco says, just his character work, especially in that 2008 run, was just phenomenal. He's always been positioned very highly, even if he's in a commissioner role where he gets to be a bit of like a, a dorky, goofy heel where he's always being made fun of by the baby faces. Even that could have worked in a championship role in WWE. Vader, when he came in, just wasn't the same Vader he was in WCW. And I think that's more of a harm with the way he was booked more than like the guy himself, but if you are going to book him that way and the way that he was treated for the year or the two or three years that he was with the company, I just never realistically bought him as a world champion at that point. Regal would have been an excellent world champion. I could have seen Vader being the one to beat Undertaker when he was world champion, for instance, but they kind of just, he fizzled out way too fast. Plus, William Regal's such a man. Yes. man. Owen Hart wiped the floor with Bam Bam Bigelow. I felt bad about that. I voted for Owen over Bam Bam, but it was a 66 to 6 vote, which was like, goddamn, yeah, okay. Uh, This is a one-sided affair. But Bam Bam is a guy that, to me, he's like, he's so good and uh, overlooked, not overrated, that wouldn't have made any sense, that... No, I think you were right the first time. (laughs) I think Bam Bam should have been a much bigger deal, but... You put him against Owen Hart. I'm going Owen because Bam Bam, at the end of the day, if I make an argument, I can go, yeah, but you know what? Bam Bam didn't even win the Intercontinental title. And if Bam Bam would have at least won that, I'd feel a lot happier. Owen should have been a world champion. That dude was so fucking good. Yeah. And he won the title. They just don't recognize it. Technically, the decision was overturned. Right. But it's like he, he won it. It's just kind of like that Anoki and DiBiase type of scenario where they're like, nah, 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 you know, the Rockers aren't actually tag champs. Like, 
that sort of setup. Yeah, we only filmed them winning the title. Yeah, we didn't they only like won the titles, them. and you know we booked it, and it happened. <laughs> you know, it's kind of. But Owen over Bam Bam, yeah. No real complaints yeah, about nope. that one. Yeah, no complaints at all about Jake the Snake Roberts beating Matt Hardy. I never voted for Matt Hardy to be in the tournament to begin with. What the fuck is Matt Hardy even here? Yeah, like that should have been like Roberts against Ravishing Rick Rude or something. One of those guys. I think think the reason why Matt makes in, and obviously there is obviously the recency bias, but I think it's also due to the fact that just because Jeff won the world title, and a lot of people think that Matt is the better character worker and the more reliable worker out of the two hardies the fact that jeff managed to get to the top of the mountain and matt didn't leaves a bit of a sour note for a lot of fans well, i'm one of those people well matt that... hardy should have tried to get over before he was 40 years old <laughs> <laughs> i mean but matt also didn't just casually throw himself off of the top of arenas to get over you know jeff yeah should have an x factor you know matt hardy i agree i think he's the better worker of the two Hardys, but is it Jake the Snake Roberts? Is Jake the Snake Roberts? Like this isn't even close. Well, Matt Hardy never even uh, got to version two, so you gotta Go. you gotta upgrade every once in a while, you know. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> so Jake the Snake <laughs> slithers his way into round two, and. Um, Cody Rhodes versus Davey Boy Smith. I voted British Bulldog. Happy to see British Bulldog beat Cody there. Not the, you know, to crap on Cody or something. I think that Cody could have potentially been a world champion in WWE, but he is doing that world championship stuff now as opposed to when he left. I mean, he was he was a guy that they could have given the belt to and I would have been like, "All right, cool. Yeah, you're giving it to a new guy. This is, this is cool." But it didn't feel like he needed to win and they were just ignoring him. Whereas Davey Boy Smith, to a certain extent, it was like, all right, yeah, again, if you would have had a brand split or whatever, British Bulldog would have been a world champion. Maybe for like one reign, maybe not necessarily the longest, but I buy him as a former world champion more than Cody at that point. I'll be honest, I'm surprised that Bulldog won, but it's a pleasant surprise. Because pleasant he should indeed. Have, yeah, he should have won the world title. Uh, I've often called him, I think, the best all-rounded person of his day. Davy Boy Smith could go with anybody, and it was almost always good. I'd say well-rounded, besides promo work, which was obviously, like, <laughs> I think, the current, Cody, the, yeah, the current Cody would wipe the floor of it. It's just a case of, I think, if this Cody now was in WWE, you could see him as a potential world champion. Because he just has that presence about him that he didn't have when he left the company beforehand. Yeah, because he's a main event talent when he books himself that way. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Now, if you're asking the- me if I think Cody could be a world champion now, I say no. No like to all these things that are saying no. other the opposite of yes. <laughs> I hated that fucking promo so much. I think now, now he could totally win it. I, I think the, the clearest indication the British Bulldog would have been a workable world champion is that Wembley crowd because hmm. essentially that the WWE title was in the undercard of that show because I know it was in the UK so you are going to do that side of things but British Bulldog could have been a very good like international star to be your world champion like really up the viewership in the UK for it who was champion at uh 92 uh, Sav- Savage. Savage yeah ah. in his second reign that nobody remembers and he <laughs> no wonder I don't remember this and he fights Warrior in their second match that nobody remembers. 
Which mm. match was it where Kerr British Bulldog was really coked up and Brett just had that to one. drag him through? That one. That that one. one. <laughs> so a coked up British Bulldog is more entertaining than Cody Rhodes. <laughs> well, well, I think a coked up Cody Rhodes like is more entertaining that. than real Cody Rhodes as well, but that's like... <laughs> Cody, you want to prove uh, <laughs> you want to do some scientific experiments here? <laughs> <laughs> and our last one on the first round was Rowdy Roddy Piper beating out Mr. Kennedy. No arguments whatsoever on that. Yeah. My God, like how did, how did Kennedy get in the tournament? The qualifying round, he got thirty-seven votes, which uh, is more than Ted DiBiase. It's more than Luger. It's more than Shamrock, Lawler, Jarrett. Harley Race, uh, you know. Just ridiculous. Like, unless they made him Vince McMahon's son, there's no, like, way that he should be world champion. I mean, obviously, there is the only that he was Mr. Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a likelihood that he would have won one of those world titles if he hadn't have gotten injured, but not actually injured, and then have the title, the, the briefcase taken off of him, even though he still could work. But, yeah, I just think... That, but the more I retroactively look back at Mr. Kennedy's career, he was a good talker, but he really just didn't bring anything in the ring that was that special. And I, I do admit that I think it's a little unfair that it's so easy to kind of laugh at the idea of him being world champion retrospectively. But at the time, he was one of the big stars on the rise. Like mm-hmm. the way that people look at... um. Uh, it's hard to say because they don't have a lot of big stars on the rise these days. But like the way people look at a uh, Austin Theory or somebody like that, it's like, oh, this guy's got it. Until he made Randy Orton cry, there was a lot of upside. Kennedy was never somebody that I really liked in the ring, though. I always liked when he would come out and talk and whatever. But then once the bell rang, I was kind of like, all right, uh, like we can just skip to the next match, sort of. I mean- I mean, we know how good a title reign would have come because we saw it in TNA. Uh, it was TNA shit. is not a good example. Wait, of he was a champion in TNA? God damn. Yeah. I've forgotten a lot about that company. Yeah, he was. He, he, he held her that ridiculous purple monstrosity. That didn't Jeff he beat Hardy Jeff Hardy in like a ladder match? Like, he, beat Jeff, he beat Jeff... Like, I mean, obviously, this is a bit of a tangent, but he beat Jeff Hardy in Jeff Hardy's like, first title defense after joining Immortal, because that's how stupid that fucking company was. Oh, oh, because, <laughs> got this, yeah, got this oh, great new heel at... champion, and it's a new heel stable. Let's just have the babyface beaten first time out. And, like, I mean, they that, made a... Go on. A heel Jeff Hardy, at that point especially, is much more marketable than Mr. Kennedy at any point ever. Who decided that? Doesn't this well, uh, company just company. like change everybody every pay per view anyway? Didn't they just have like three pay per views in a row where all the titles changed or something? Who knows? They probably well, yeah. did, but yeah. You know. yeah, Kennedy was not my qualifying round guy. Liked him at the time, but in retrospect, it's very much like okay, Matt, that he didn't win the title because he wasn't supposed to win the title, that sort of thing. But that led us into round two. Wade Barrett beats Mr. Perfect. Did not agree with that one. More ridiculous decisions. Now, I fully so agree, by the on. way. Like, I think that Wade Barrett should have been a world champion. I've made this argument before. I think he should have fought Undertaker at WrestleMania. I think he should have been a world champion when he was uh, controlling Nexus. I definitely think Wade Barrett should have been a world champion. He got one of my qualifying votes. But you put See, him up I against Mr. Think... Perfect, and it's like, oh, well, Mr. Perfect then. You know, <laughs> like... 
I don't agree that the Wade Barrett that was in Nexus should have been world champion. He was way too green, and when I go and look back on him, a lot of his stuff is cringy. But the Wade Barrett that was Intercontinental Champion, yeah, definitely. Bad News Barrett was fucking great. But he should not have beaten Mr. Perfect in this tournament. No way, no how. Mr. Perfect should be, like, one of the finalists. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's just... Like I say, like, I agree that Wade Barrett should have won the title at some point. Even if he was, like, super green when running the Nexus, that didn't stop them giving the title to Sheamus at one point. Or Kali. So right. it's like, so Wade Barrett in that sort of environment should have definitely been a world champion, but for some reason they didn't give it to it. I was so convinced that Wade Barrett was going to be the first British world champion. Yeah. And that was just, like, just taken away from me. Obviously, Dream You had to wait another long. 10 years. Jesus, I'm yeah. sorry. And he's, not even, and he's not even English. That's even, like, worse about it as well. <laughs> he's the first Scottish world champion. Right. Yeah, that's awful. I feel bad for you guys. But Wade Barrett should have been world champion in 2010, whether it was before the whole uh, we got Cena in the Nexus or even after that. They should have managed to do John Cena, Wade Barrett, WrestleMania, you know, the end of the Nexus after building it for a whole six to eight months or whatever it was. Uh, He should not have beaten Mr. Perfect. And it's this recency bias of, Hey, Wade Barrett's back on my screen. I remember that guy. He was kind of good. Why wasn't he world champion? Big fan of the his Halloween costume, though. Where he dressed up as Bad News Barrett, his favorite superstar. <laughs> oh. Surprised he didn't dress as Papa Shanga. Yeah, I love that uh, recurring joke that he was just always like, yeah, Papa Shanga is going to be in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like a cool dude. I want to hang out with him at some point. Just be like, I don't know. Tell stories or something. Unfortunately, William Regal lost to Sting. That was another one where I was just like, no, nah, no. William Regal should have beaten Sting. Yeah, but Sting shouldn't even have been on the list. Because once you put Sting in there, Sting's going to win. Because everybody thinks Sting is a huge star. And they're right. It's just his WWE run was shit. That's where people uh, forget that he was only in there for a short amount of time. And yeah. Yeah, this left bracket should be coming down to William Regal versus Mr. Perfect, so they got it completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I will agree, Owen Hart over Jake the Snake Roberts. That's It's a tough one. I probably would go with Owen, just because I think he's the better worker out of the two of them, but I think both of them had merits to be potentially finalists in this as well. I'm Man, actually going to go the other way. I think Jake should have been the uh, guy winning here. I think he's much better at his character. I think he knew himself a lot better. Owen could wrestle circles around him, no doubt, but Jake just felt larger than life by comparison. I Jake, think oh, Jake is the better is the better mic worker as well, so that probably holds a lot more water to that as well. Yeah, you mean I Owen Hart it, had that great promo of I kicked your leg out from your leg. <laughs> well, I've got I've got twenty one. Well, I've got twenty two. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. I got twenty one legs. There you go. Just combine the two of them. Well, I think Jake comes from an era where you didn't need to be the world champion. Whereas Owen was kind of getting around the era of, okay, the belt would really help him mean more. I think that's the difference between the two. That's why I would have gone with Owen. I think Owen needed the belt more. Here's what ultimately made the decision for me. Jake the Snake Roberts would have had to beat somebody like a Hulk Hogan. And I don't think that that necessarily would have happened. Well, Owen, let it happen. Owen, I think, should have been in Bob Backlund's spot. 
You think he should have beaten Brett and then just lost to Diesel in five seconds? Not necessarily lost in five seconds, but I think that Owen should have been the one that beat Brett, and he could have always rubbed that in Brett's face as like, oh, I beat you for the championship, and that's why I you know, won that title and whatever, and then he should have won it through some kind of shenanigans, like, you know, roll up after hitting him with some kind of an object or something. But like that, that should have been the scenario and not Bob Ackland, but uh, the Bob Ackland thing, Bret Hart, even in a recent thing was just like, yeah, you know, I don't know about that. There's merits to it and stuff, but you got to figure also if Owen Hart would have been in that match instead of Bob Ackland, we would have saved like, two hours worth of our time of, ah, come on, mom, throw in the towel, mom, it'll, <laughs> you know, because that went on for fucking ever. But that's one of the best, like, that. that's a great moment in their rivalry. Now, granted, did it go on too long? Sure. But at the time, people had not seen anything like that. I think, in the benefit of hindsight, I think it would have been a lot cooler if Owen had Brett, where he did something to him, like he hit him over the head with some kind of an object or whatever, brass knuckles, whatever it might have been. Who cares? doesn't matter. Point being, like, he flat out cheated, and that's why Brett is in a sharpshooter at the moment. And Owen is the one in the ring yelling at Martha and Stu, being like, he's knocked out. Like, I'm not going to let go. You have to throw in the towel, mom and dad. Don't make me do this to my brother. As if he's like, oh, he's like, he doesn't really want to do that to his brother. And then, of course, after they do it, he's just like, ha, 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 I fucking beat him. Like, you know, I think that would have been fucking brilliant. Owen all the way for me. I love Owen. Yeah, I agree. You know what? I might put Owen as my number five favorite of all time. I don't know. I have to reassess my list. He's great. And we had Rowdy Roddy Piper beat Davy Boy Smith. I voted that way, so I'm happy with that one too. Davy Boy. No, Roddy. Oh, this is a <laughs> tough one. I really like the British Bulldog, but Roddy Piper's got one of the greatest characters of all time, and he was the villain for Hulk Hogan. He was the best villain for Hulk Hogan. He's his arch nemesis. Perfect guy to be champion. Yeah, I mean, it's just the thing of that time. Even though he still ended up being the perfect nemesis to Hulk Hogan, even without the title, just imagine how much more that feud would have meant if they were world champions. Like, WrestleMania 1 should have been Hulk Hogan versus Roddy Piper for the world title. Obviously, you have to put Mr. T in it to get the mainstream attention. Uh But at least WrestleMania 2, they decided to go with Piper and Mr. T instead of Piper versus Hogan instead. It's just... It, it, it astounds me they didn't have a one-on-one match at WrestleMania for the title. Yeah, but they probably go, well, we had a one-on-one match on MTV, so it's even better, because we were on MTV when MTV was really the Men's greatest something. thing ever. Yeah. yeah. Had music. <laughs> that, 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 too. Yeah, Piper, to me, is one of those guys where it's astounding that he never won that, but then again, you look at the error, and it's like, well, Hogan was champion for like nine fucking years, so it's like, you know, no wonder. But Piper should have won, for sure. And then we went into the third round, semifinals. We had Wade Barrett versus Sting. Again, we all agree that that shouldn't have been what the match was, but between those two, I voted Wade Barrett, because to me, at least with that, I'm like, yeah, Wade Barrett had multiple chances he should have won that title. Yeah, with the disaster that we're given, I have to pick Wade Barrett just because Sting in uh, WWE having the title run makes no sense to me. Yeah, out of the two choices, Wade Barrett is the obvious one. 
like Wade yeah. Barrett should be in, in terms of like just overall looking at the entire thing. Wade Barrett would finish about like tenth probably for me. So and Sting would probably finish last. So Wade Barrett comes ahead in that regard. I mean, I would have voted DiBiase over Barrett first round. So you oh, know. yeah, yeah, he he'd be yeah, wrong on him under my thing. Yeah, like DiBiase, it'd be DiBiase versus either Perfect or Ramon, and I probably would still go DiBiase. So in my mind, DiBiase is in that spot. But if, whether it's DiBiase, Perfect or Ramon, they're all ahead of Wade Barrett in my mind. Mm-hmm. If it had been Perfect versus Regal, who do you guys would have gone with? I would have gone with Perfect. Regal. Uh, I would have gone Perfect. Perfect. I know that's a bit of a biased thing, but like, I still think Regal was a better character. <laughs> the two Americans are going for the American. The two Brits are going for the Brit. I, I feel like Perfect could have actually been a WrestleMania opponent for Hogan. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine just this guy. Let's say he wins the belt at SummerSlam, and then he's just a fucking narcissist for months going into Mania, and Hogan beats him to prove nobody's perfect, but, you know, like, it's easy, but it would have been a great WrestleMania match. But if Regal managed to keep it together, we wouldn't have had to have been subjected to that Triple H Randy Orton match at WrestleMania. Now, you know damn well that they would have figured out a way, especially with all the pay-per-views that they have in modern times, to still make it Randy Orton Triple H. Yeah, he probably just would have lost the belt to Triple H, and then, you know. Triple H would have been the savior to beat William Regal and take back control of Raw. And you know, Triple H would love to do a match with William Regal on a main event level, because they have that mental relationship, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, and he would have loved it. I think that's... He's probably the guy going... Hey, let me just work with Regal, you know? One of uh, Regal's greatest ever promos is the one after um, Triple H beats up Eugene. And Regal just, it's always been a heel, like basically his entire WWE run. And he goes out after Triple H, essentially just saying that he's going to fight him with every bit of vim and vigor in his body. And it's like he just immediately turns babyface in one promo. And I mean, like, you, if you watch that promo, you're just like, oh God, I really want to see this match, even though that they, they've both been decided heels for years at that point and so i think it really would have worked having those two as a feud with each other but unfortunately regal couldn't control his urges yeah he besmirched his chances with injuries and with um substance abuse problems that just like it's like you know that little thing where people like dangle a little um like a dollar bill and a string and a fishing line, you know, that kind of thing. It's just like, uh, you almost we, got it. You almost got it. You know, we talked about that in his, um, his final promo that he does before that match with Cesaro, his final match in WWE or NXT more technically. But like, he talks about the fact that he, like, the thing that he wanted most was a WWE title, but he always got in his own way and that's mm-hmm. why he didn't win it. So again, somebody who should have been and probably was booked to be WWE champion at one point, just never realized it. It would have been great. And we also had Owen Hart versus Rowdy Roddy Piper. This one was tough for me. Again, for me, like this is a no-brainer because Piper's character works better on the I never had a belt, but I never needed one because I was always, you know, too tough for Hogan anyway. He never pinned my shoulders, which is a fact. Hogan never actually pins Piper. You know, and I think it just works better that way. So I go Owen Hart again. This is when I write for me in the other way. Yeah, same here. It's like Roddy Piper's a way bigger character, larger than life, was way more over. 
Um, Owen Hart needing a belt to be uh, considered the man is a detriment to why he should be champion, not a reason. Yeah, I, I kind of go with the idea that I know obviously Tony's talked about the fact that if there were two world champions, then yeah, sure, Owen Hart would be world champion. Roddy Piper should have been world champion when there was one world title. Yeah, I that's think that how that's... how big the story is. I think I ended up going with Piper on this one for the same kind of reason of like, if I can realistically see Rowdy Roddy Piper beating Hulk Hogan during the peak of Hulk Hogan, whereas I have to kind of justify Owen wins to to boost himself up, then ultimately I think I ended up going with, with Piper. But Owen won. It was very close. It was uh, 36 to 30. So not like some blowout like uh, Owen versus Bam Bam or something. And that led to the final, which was Wade Barrett versus Owen Hart. And this was a two-vote difference in favor of Wade Barrett, which I voted for Owen. Atrocious. A failure. <laughs> Egregious. This uh, this chance-giving thing just never seems to work out. <laughs> I'm almost sad that I came up with the name now. Yeah. <laughs> it's all your fault, Cal. <laughs> yeah, ruined this entire thing. It's just, again, it's you come down to those two, and it's like, well, this shouldn't be the final in the first place anyway, and now the two of them, I probably would go with Owen over Wade as well, so they don't even get the final right. So, yeah, it's, it's just a very problematic ending. The tournament was a disaster before it even really got going, so it is what it is. Um, out of the two of them, Owen Hart would be the pick for me, but damn. <laughs> it's yeah. a shame that we've done I think like six of these in some variation at some point and each one we've of them have never been happy with the winner or at least <laughs> yeah. something happening during this entire thing it I feels... will say I think this has been the best format it just once again shows that the people voting their mentality towards wrestling is so off base from what mine is that yeah, like I can't get watching history. It. Go back to WWE Network, go back to like the 1980s or 1990s and learn yourself up a little bit. Yeah, like this is the, it's kind of scared me. Like this is making me think, do all of the people that read this website just have like a base of the last decade and whatever little nuggets WWE throws at you every now and I mean, again? I'd be, I'd be surprised because it's about the WWE's demographic skews towards like 15, 60 year olds. <laughs> Like people are watching this that again probably aren't even watching WWE nowadays. Yeah, I mean I, I don't get it. But everybody on this, everybody on this bracket was deserving. I just don't think Wade Barrett was the winner. Yeah, I mean I am a big fan of Wade Barrett. I do think he should have won a world championship. So it's not like this was like Matt Hardy where I would have been like, oh my God, come on. Like, you know. But there are many people I would have picked over Wade. I would have gone, well, I did go. I went over him. I, uh, DiBiase, Piper, Perfect, Razor Ramon, you know. You think if we did this last year when he wasn't a commentator and recently, like, in the eye of fans, that people would have voted this way? I think he would have gotten knocked out somewhere along the line because it was close. I mean, it's two-vote difference between him and Owen. It probably, at the very least, would have gone to Owen then. I I still think he would have gotten pushed quite far in the tournament. Maybe not won it, but he would have been pushed quite far because I think the Wade Barrett one leaves a bit of a sour taste in a lot of people's mouth just because, a lot in a lot of people's eyes, whether it's right or wrong, the only reason he's not world champion is because John Cena buried the Nexus. But, like, 
But again, if people did their research, you would look and see, well, the only reason DiBiase is not champion is because Hogan was like, that doesn't work for me, brother. The only reason, you know, Razor never got a shot is because they were thinking, oh, it's got to be Luger has to be the guy. Like, they all had that same, they were buried somewhere along the way. So I just don't think Wade Barrett is like, the guy, the martyr that's like, oh, you should have been the champion. Yes, he should have. But if we really are honest with ourselves, he would have been the champion at a time where The Miz was the world champion. And Mm -hmm. you guys have been very outspoken about what you think about The Miz as a world champion. The Miz deserved the world title when he got it, and he deserves it again, goddammit. Yeah. (laughs) I agree. Absolutely nothing to do with the Fantasy League teams right now. (laughs) <laughs> well, maybe Callum is more outspoken about the way that Miz is booked as world champion. Oh, he's a dog. He should never be world champion. <laughs> You're but a yeah, dog. There's a difference between the idea of that brand split era. <laughs> I shouldn't be world champion either, like. That's <laughs> <laughs> true, you shouldn't. I'd vote for uh, Matt Hardy over you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. That's, that's a real uh, vote of confidence in Matt Hardy there. <laughs> I am slightly less deserving of being world champion than Matt Hardy. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't say slightly. <laughs> I said that. I'm just making myself feel better. Yeah. <laughs> I, still th- I still like you better than most of the guys on 205 Live. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. You know but this is why, but this is why. <laughs> yeah, I think that ultimately, maybe some people didn't approach this the way that I approached it. And I think that probably everybody else here on this panel did, where... I looked at this as, okay, you can give one world title to somebody who is it going to be in the history of the company. And then almost like if you had everybody sitting there waiting in like a waiting room and you got to call one of their names, that's where I like, I put more weight to it than just being like, I like Wade Barrett over this guy kind of a thing. I think that that's the big problem with the champs giving tournaments. People are voting based off of who do you like better between these two people rather than necessarily who do you think such and such. So it's more like, because it's easy with like the Sexy Superstars tournament, because that is basically who do you like. Although we've seen in the past where people have been like, oh, I voted for natalia over zelina vega because natalia is the better wrestler and it's like yeah but which one's the more attractive one that's the point so there's a a disconnect with voting i mean we could talk about the election (laughs) well there's, there's always going to be a bias towards hey i just like this guy Never mind what it's supposed to be about. Right. That's what happens with political elections, too. People are like, that person says the things that I like. And you're like, well, what about their policies? And they're like, I don't fucking know. You're like, that's what you're voting. This is why democracy doesn't work. You guys could have have put anyone up against William Regal and I would have just voted for Regal. Just how it works sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much the case as well. Like, I would have been that biased as well. But yeah, just just goes to show that you just sometimes just need to put this tournament out here and just say, okay, we're doing this tournament and this person's already winning. So you might as well not vote. So that's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of my attitude towards it. <laughs> I mean, who would have won if, if you had the choice? Razor. I, I said this in the very beginning. Razor should go all the way. Regal. For me, it's either Ted or Roddy Piper. I think ultimately I'd have gone with DiBiase. Cause I, I mean, Roddy then just be different. The million dollar man, like 
See, my argument with Perfect is like, he's Mr. Perfect. He should have been world champion because he's Mr. Perfect, and he pulled that character off so perfectly. And it's like, oh, I've had the perfect championship reign. I've never been, nobody's ever beaten me. And it's like, yeah, of course, because you're still champion. That makes sense. But like that heel kind of character or whatever. And like Ramon, really big fan of him. And Piper, really big fan of him and everything. But I ultimately feel like DiBiase had that belt in his hands. And he could have paid off somebody to lose it. He could have paid to just buy the championship and that could have gotten him a lot of heat. So then the real world champion comes and beats him and whatever. There's so many ways to get around it. He even created his own belt because of the fact that he didn't end up having that recognized. There's also an element to this tournament we didn't consider where a bunch of guys shouldn't have been world champion just because of how their lives turned out. I mean, fuck me. You don't want to have Razor Ramon as a former world champion and have a laundry list of the shit he's gone through. Your British Bulldog's a world champion. He died early. Yeah, Just like a... another tragedy in pro wrestling. There's a bunch of these guys that shouldn't have been world champion for real reasons. Yeah, and obviously they, they tried to sweep things under the rug in terms of the Owen Hart thing. Obviously they did the celebration of it, but imagine if Owen Hart was world champion and then that thing happened to him. That would... I mean, it was bad already, but just in case of like they killed one of their former world champions, it's like that's going to be... That's going to get a, a huge amount of attention. The real travesty is making him world champion and then the Blue Blazer. Yeah, well, they, well, yeah. If this would have been if Blue Blazer versus uh, Wade Barrett, I don't think that it would have gone any differently. Yeah, can we redo this tournament? But he has to be under the Blue Blazer character. <laughs> yeah. The Rocket Owen Hart with those fucking parachute pants and everything. Listen, I, don't knock high energy, okay? <laughs> Owen Hart in MC Hammer pants is amazing. The uh, the Black Heart was always my favorite name for him. And the King of Hearts was great too. Well, the, the King of Hearts, yeah, that's that's the best. Not Rocket. No, not the Rocket. No. Nah. But my like my Owen Hart, my imagine, uh, my imagine. That's dumb. My imagination. Uh, like if you say like, oh, picture Owen Hart. I picture Owen wearing a tag team championship or an Intercontinental Championship and holding up two Slammy Awards. And just having that, like, that get up. That's Owen to me. Not like the caution tape Owen or, you know, yeah, like, that's energy why or I, whatever. I don't like anything after the, um, when he cuts his hair. Because, like, right about then, I start to say, all right, my my Owen is, like, 94. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got the King of the Heart, the King of Hearts look. And I like the Heart Foundation stuff, too. It's just anything after that, it's pretty much already over for me. The moment he started dressing like a road sign, it was trouble. <laughs> I want to make some kind of a yield joke, but I can't think of it. So that's the tournament. I don't know what we're going to do for next year. I do think that it's worth playing around a little bit and not just going back to doing another who's the best world champion or whatever type of thing. So I don't know. My current idea is to go with either another variation of this where it's like who should have been this type of thing who should have been maybe like grand slam champion or who should have been a triple crown champion and they're just missing one of those elements or something but i feel that's a little How too complicated many tag teams can you name that haven't been tag team champions hmm, that I mean, might if you be can a name one. at least 16 i think there there it is i know like crime time for instance is one that i would put on that list they should have won the, the tag titles so it Chelsea might be 
cussing Enzo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Highlanders. Um, I mean, the dicks. No, no. Okay, <laughs> listen. We're not going to go Highlanders or dicks. Gemini? Gemini. No, yeah. Cal. Techno no, Team 2000? Like, the headbangers were tag toys at one point. They like, were That's how bad it was at one point. Yeah. It was the Heartbreakers. They were pretty terrible, too. No, the Heartthrobs. You're thinking the Heartthrobs. Oh, well, yeah, you're right. I mean, the Rockers is one. Technically, like yeah, I mean, you no. Know. So maybe that would be a good one. Another one that I was thinking of, if we wanted to play around with just completely changing things up, is what's the best title design out of a group of things? Where I've actually got the pictures on there, and it would be like, all right, pick the best world championship design, or pick the best intercontinental championship. But we wouldn't do that because everybody knows what well, we win. The world title design, I think, Winged Eagle's probably awesome. just going to win that. So. I mean, yeah. it should, but you never know. The, with the way that these fucking people vote, the spinner championship will win. Oh, God. Maybe you shouldn't do it just to make sure that that doesn't happen. That's one idea. Another one idea that I had was, like, the best gimmicky championship ideas, where it wouldn't necessarily be just WWE, but it would be like, for instance, which do you like better? The 24-7 championship, the hardcore championship, the cruiserweight championship, where you have to be under 205 pounds, the grand championship from impact the heritage cup from nxt uk where it's the british rounds type of uh deal the uh trios titles like it, that kind of a thing where i would just like create a list of gimmicky championship or tv championship would be on there where it's like every title defenses on television what was the one of uh the lucha underground one where they all have the medals and the medals get put in the belt. A gift of the gods championship. Thank you. That's the gift of the gods. It's pretty cool. So maybe that would be something to go with, just to do something completely different. The idea around champs giving at this point is basically I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure that it revolves around some sort of championship concept as opposed to champions specifically. So maybe we'll go back at some point and do like the best triple crown champion. But I think that people will just vote on their favorite superstar. So I don't really want to do that. We'll figure it out. We got a year. Hey, and if you don't, if you don't want to wait a year, there is that pick your poison tier, right, Tony? Technically speaking, although if somebody does the pick your poison for champs giving, we're going to be like, yeah, maybe you should do something else because <laughs> the tournament things are kind of off the... Uh, the idea of the pick your poison to a certain extent. I mean, obviously if somebody's like, here's like $900, can you do one? I'll be like, all right, fuck. Yeah, of course I will. But like, uh, you know, nobody can really be like, Hey, I, I did the pick your poison thing. Can you watch every WrestleMania do it? Fan tracks? No, that's not how that works. So, <laughs> but again, it is up to your discretion, how much you want to give. That is true. Cause there is the, uh, the hall fan and everything where you could, you know, you could do a thousand dollars or something. And that might be a different story, but a dollar is something that uh, if everybody did that, that'd be fantastic. That's uh, just a way to kind of wrap things up with the Patreon stuff. Go ahead and check that out. If you do want to see us do more things like this or more oddball concepts, or if you just can't get enough of these kind of things and we're not doing the tournament, there are variations of this. We can do more Mount Rushmore type things revolving around championships. We can do more top rope lists about champions. And, you know, we could do like a top 10 top rope list of Grand Slam champions of all time. Or we can do the top 10 tag teams that never won the world, uh, the tag team titles. Or 
you know, there are variations to do this. It's not like this is uh, set in stone. So check out the Patreon. Do the same thing for the Fanboys Anonymous stuff. If you want more Fanboys content, go to fanboysanonymous.com for everything that's happening over there. Check out the merchandise shops, Public and Redbubble. They're all on sale right now for the whole Black Friday and Christmas and holiday season and everything. So check out all those designs, all those products. You can slap those designs on. Do that for a mango tree or a mango teas uh fanboys and forest markup moment and i don't need to plug champs giving because that's already what we've been doing here so yeah just kind of uh follow along with all the stuff you should normally be following you know the deal by now if you're listening to the champs giving one you know our normal stuff you're not somebody who's like randomly coming across this so i won't bog you down anymore but these guys have other things that they are going to plug so callum tell them what is uh on your side of things well, coming up soon will be the next edition of the Paul Heyman Smackdown podcast. If you've been checking out, obviously, I don't know whether it's coming out before or after this, one or the other, you'll definitely be able to hear it soon. And that is the episode where we'll be talking about the big show defending the WWE Championship against the fabulous Moolah of all people on an episode of Smackdown, as well as a WWE tag team title match between Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit and Los Guerreros. So make sure you check out that one and check out next week's one as well, where we start the build towards Armageddon with an epic fatal four-way elimination match to determine the number one contender for the WWE Championship. Other than that, make sure you check out all the Fantasy League stuff, all the stuff on smartcomoment.com. The Power Rankings is my weekly contribution, but make sure you check out all the other weekly articles as well. And follow me on Twitter at WeekMeister14. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at DudeFelice. Check out everything I'm doing over on Fightful. I'm on news currently over there. Check out what I'm doing during the week for WrestleZone and just continue supporting SmartCat Moment. All right. I haven't got much going on. So if you just want to check out what we're all doing time to time and chat with us, go to the Mega Maniacs on Facebook. And remember, kids, winners don't use drugs unless they're steroids, in which case, use lots of drugs. <laughs> The opinions of Steve Wago do not reflect the <laughs> so on and so forth. I don't know what the legal crap is. Follow me at Tony Mango. Follow me at a Mango Tree. Follow me on my exploits on Bleacher Report and wrestling news. And we will just keep having more stuff coming your way. So just stay tuned to SmartOutMoment.com, and we will be hitting you with plenty of articles and podcasts and everything else that's going forward. One last thing for me to mention, just to round things out by the next time that you guys are going to be hearing from us and we get into next week's talk about NXT TakeOver War Games and the next hot tags and all that stuff. One thing that is going on is going to be the feedback for the year. And that is actually going to be lumped in together this time with the Smartout Moment Awards. So on the 1st of December, there's going to be a post up at like 8 in the morning or noon or whatever I scheduled it for that is going to be the poll for that. Now, if you want to vote for one of them and not the other one, there is the option for you to be able to skip the awards and just go to the feedback or to do the awards and then skip the feedback. I obviously would rather people do both. In particular, I would rather people do the feedback because that is something that helps out quite a bit to know if you guys are really digging something that we should do more of. Like we, when we first did the Mount Rushmore and people were like, I fucking love this. Then it was like, all right, cool. We'll definitely do more. And if you have any kind of means to give us any thoughts about what you're disliking too, or, you know, what you'd like to see more of from things we're not doing or whatever the case may be, the feedback thing's going to be up soon. And that also means, too, since you're voting for the best and the worst segment of the year for the awards and everything, 
try to start making up your lists for the end of the year words because those are going to be coming up. You know, next time you realize it, weeks go by pretty quickly and they also take forever. It's a weird year, but the award stuff is all going to be starting soon. Obviously, that's going to happen towards the end of December, but giving everybody a little bit of time right now to realize that they've got some uh, got some work to do if you want to be a part of this. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for everything else that's happening here. But for now, this has been another Smart Out moment, and we're being counted out.